It's Hayward pulling it down, getting around Zubat at midcourt, launches the shot. Oh, and almost went in. Almost went in, and Duke is the king of the dance. It's time for the Shooter Shoot Basketball Podcast with your favorite Canadian, Kenneth Cotterman. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and welcome to the Shooter Shoot Basketball Podcast, part of the Blue Collar Media Group. I am your host of the show, Kenneth Cotterell, and I have a very special guest here today. I want to welcome to the show Oklahoma Sooners leading scorer from this past season and Big 12 All-First Team, uh, Christian Doolittle. Christian, how are you doing today, man? Good. So I want to get things started right away because obviously I know your time is very valuable, but... I want to go back to uh, kind of your early days. I, what age did you start playing basketball, and what kind of made you fall in love with the game? Um, I would say I started playing basketball when I was about four or five, uh, whenever I was old enough to, you know, play in the YMCA. Uh, growing up, I played all the sports. I played uh, basketball, baseball, and football. Uh, football was my first sport. Uh, that was the one I was, I was the best at at the time. Um, but I, I eventually chose basketball so so I could, uh, you know, go my own path. Uh, my older brother was known for playing football, so uh, I wanted to, you know, distinguish myself from them and, you know, make a name for myself. For sure. So did your brother play basketball with you in high school as well, or did he strictly play football? No, nah, my brother's five years older than me, so uh, oh, wow. anytime, anytime we would be going – we would potentially be in the same grade or whenever I'm about to, you know, go from middle school to high school, you know, he was already leaving, uh, going to, uh, going on to the next step. So, uh, we never, we never uh, played together or anything. That's fair. So obviously you were a highly touted prospect coming out of high school. When did you kind of realize that you had an opportunity to play college ball? I was high school, um, you know, was, we were competing with some of the, you know, the best, the best freshmen in, you know, in the country playing on playing with UIBL, uh, right before the, the age group, right before the UIBL, um, you know, we were traveling all over the place, uh, you know, we're playing really well, uh, you know, just, just to see how I was able to progress that year, you know, you know, made me realize that I could, you know, make something happen. For sure. Was there like a certain game or moment where you felt like you had kind of arrived and that you were going to be able to to move on to that next level? Or was it just kind of over time you saw competing against guys that uh, you could really compete with the best? I would say I would say it just it happened over time. Uh, It was I wouldn't say there was particularly one game. Um, You know, I feel like I feel like the success that we were having as a team. Uh, you know, me having a, a large a large part in that, uh, you know, playing a lot and things like that, it's kind of boosting my confidence. Definitely. So you, it, I was looking at your ESPN rankings, and it said that you were the best player in the state of Oklahoma. Was there ever yeah. a chance that you weren't going to go to Oklahoma, or was that kind of your school from the very start? Uh, I wouldn't say 
I wouldn't say OU was my school off the, from the beginning. Um, you know, they they had to go through, you know, recruiting process just like everybody else. Um, you know, I, I knew for myself that I wanted to stay in Oklahoma. Um, but, you know, OU is not the only Oklahoma school. So, um, you know, as recruiting played out and I was able to meet the coach, like different coaching staffs and, um, and was able to, you know, decide that I wanted to go to OU. For sure. So obviously that recruiting class, it wasn't just yourself. You had Cameron Mcgusty as well. He was ranked ahead of you that year and he also joined you at Oklahoma. Did you have a relationship with him before getting to Oklahoma at all? Or was it something where you just kind of met him when you got on campus? No, I met him when I got on campus. Uh, he played on the Under Armour record and we never, we never played against each other. Okay. So when you have a guy like that, that is ahead of you, is there like a certain level of competition there? Or are you guys just trying to get better and help the team win? Uh, I feel like all, you know, rankings and, and things like that kind of go out the window when, you know, when you get to college. I mean, uh, I mean, speaking for myself, rankings don't necessarily matter to me. It's, I mean, you, you know, you put on the shoes the same way as everybody else does. I mean, uh, it's, I feel like rankings are just opinion-based. Um, but, you know, there was there was no rivalry between me and Cam. Uh, you know, we, we wanted to see each other get better because we knew that uh, what we were capable of. Definitely. So your freshman year, you played quite a bit. Obviously, you started the majority of your games that year. What would you say was the toughest part of transitioning from the high school game to college? Um, just the physicality. Uh, it was it was a lot different. Um, you know, playing against playing against a lot bigger guys than you do in high school. Uh, you know, it was it, it took a while to adjust to, but you know, they, it was eventually able to make the transition for sure um and then obviously you moved into your sophomore year and things kind of started to shift a little bit for you there i i was reading up on the stats and that you'd seen some minute reductions and stuff and you weren't playing in as many games was it tough playing less minutes in your second year or, or did you learn a lot from that year it was tough um you know had a unfortunate situation to where you know i had to miss the first nine games of that season uh, so whenever I came back, I just wasn't in the swing of things and, you know, just never was able to really find my footing uh, that season. But, uh, you know, I was able to, with that, with, you know, with the negative, I was able to, you know, lock into a role that the team needed me to do and, uh, you know, find ways to get on the floor. So I, I feel like I was able to make the most out of the situation. Yeah, like as you said, like you'd missed kind of the start of the year. So how tough is that to then come back and you're kind of in the middle of the season there and like how much of a struggle was it for you that year? Yeah, it was it was tough. I wouldn't say necessarily it was a struggle. Um, you know, it was it was disappointing because, uh, you know, I'm, I know that I was capable of doing a lot more uh, than what I was able to show. But, um, you know, like I said, I had to make the most out of the situation. Definitely. And obviously, Trey Young was a part of your team that year. What was it like playing with a guy of that caliber that year? Yeah, it was it was cool playing with Trey. You know, Trey's from Norman. Uh, I grew up playing with Trey, playing with Trey, playing against Trey. So, um, you know, our relationship extends beyond basketball. Uh, I know him and his family very well, and, you know, and vice versa. So, um, you know, it's always fun to play with a childhood friend. Uh, you know, you can see how they progress throughout the years and, you know, he was able to play really well, uh, play, really, play really well for us. Yeah. Did, did you all know that he was going to be a superstar at the next level, or, or how was that for you? Did I know he was going to be a superstar? 
Yeah. Like, like, cause obviously you get to play against him every day. Like, was there something different about him where, cause obviously he's risen to such superstardom in the NBA. Did you guys see that coming at all? Uh, I mean, I, <laughs> I don't, I don't necessarily know if I knew he was going to be a superstar. I knew that, you know, he was very talented, um, but you know, talent isn't always, doesn't always get you to that point. So uh, I would, you know, I would, I would point out his work ethic. His work ethic is something that, you know, a lot of people don't notice. Uh, you know, they just see him, see how he plays on the floor. But, you know, he put a lot of work in, uh, getting extra time in the gym. Uh, so he was able to, he was able to uh, play really well. Definitely. So following your sophomore year, you started to play more once again. What do you think improved the most for you from your sophomore to junior year? I would say my confidence improved the most. Yeah. Okay, and then obviously you moved into your senior year, which was this past season. Uh, obviously, as I said, you made Big 12 All-First Team. What was it like being an upperclassman on that team, like kind of stepping into more of that leadership role for you? Well, yeah, I was I was the only senior on my team, so I, I kind of – I was kind of tasked with the almost all leadership role responsibilities, uh, you know, being there, being the oldest on the team and being there the longest with the coaches and – uh, knowing how Coach Kruger likes things to be done, and you know, kind of being a, you know, a, an additional coach in terms of teaching, in terms of teaching my teammates on, you know, how we how we do things, and um, you know how things are going to go. What would you say was the biggest thing that you learned from Coach Kruger in your time at Oklahoma? Um, patience, um, patience, and work ethic. You know, Coach Kruger is a a uh, huge believer in, you know, if you, you get the results, you'll get the result that you want if you put the time in. Um, you know, he's always encouraged me to, you know, to stay in the gym and always work on my game um, and, you know, put my, you know, prioritize what's important first and, you know, be able to, you know, handle my business. Definitely. So then obviously, like with everything going on with COVID right now, uh, there was no NCAA tournament this year. How tough was that for you being that you were the only senior on that team and not getting to, to kind of show out in the tournament this year? It was tough, but I mean, you know, I got over it pretty quickly. I mean, uh, I wasn't going to complain that I didn't get to play because people were dying. Um, you know, basketball is just a game. And, you know, when people are dying, obviously that will that is more important than, you know, playing basketball. So, um, it, it's not, it wasn't hard to, to get over because of the, you know, because of the circumstances. So I, I feel like I, I handled it pretty well. For sure. So now that you, you're done with your college career, what are you looking to do now uh, at the next level? Are you planning on going pro or do you have other things in mind? Yeah, I'm going, I'm going pro. I'm already, I've already signed with uh, Ben, Ben Penzak and uh, Penzak sports uh i've been i've been living out in las vegas uh working out so uh continue continue my workout program and and all the things i have planned um kind of just waiting until you know the nba it just came out with uh you know a, a timeline of when they expect things to happen so uh there's light at the end of the tunnel uh just sort of speak so you know i can only i can only control what i can handle so For sure. um yeah um, so I'll do a quick light, lightning round here just with a couple more questions for you, and then I'll let you get out of here. But uh, what would you say was your best game you ever had in high school? Best game I ever had in high school? Uh, scored 38 against Westmore. 
Okay. What about your best game you had in college? Uh, I would say the North Texas game, uh, 28. Nice. Uh, do you have any pregame rituals that you go through before stepping on the court? Uh, I say a prayer. <laughs> I know I, I know. I say a prayer before we, uh, before we go out there for the last time. Uh, you know, the last little layup line before the game starts. Uh, you know, I usually I'm usually listening to music and I'll say a little prayer before uh, we go out there. For sure. Do you have a go-to pregame meal, or do you just kind of eat eat whatever before a game? Yeah, I I eat whatever is available. You know, whatever they have for us. For sure. Uh, who's your favorite player in the league right now? Uh, it's, uh LeBron or Kawhi. LeBron or Kawhi. And who yeah. who do you think your your game resembles the most in the league right now? Um, I don't know. Honestly. <laughs> I mean there's so many there's so many people who can do a lot of things and um I feel like I feel like that'll be role based, uh, depending on you know whatever my role would be in the next level. For sure. Well, Christian, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show today. I really appreciate you giving me your time and uh, wish you nothing but the best with your future in pro basketball. Appreciate you. No problem. It's Hayward pulling it down, getting around Zubat at midcourt, launches the shot. Oh, and almost went in. Almost went in, and Duke is the king of the dance. It's time for the Shooter Shoot Basketball Podcast with your favorite Canadian, Kenneth Cotter.